welcome to episode six of I'm Not a Fan Unless I Have a Podcast. Uh, this conversation is possibly my favorite to date. It, so I, I, talk, I talk with this guy, Ricky, lives in Oakland, California. Uh, super, super Bay Area sounding guy. Um, and we just had the best time. I've never met him before, but we hit it right off. Uh, which I don't know, like you've, you've listened to this podcast a bit, I'm assuming, um, we're gizheads. We listen to things chronologically, right? I think that's how it works. Uh, well, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe that doesn't carry over to the podcast realm, but, um, in any case, uh, we had a great conversation, um, and it was just the most fun, uh, we go all over the place, and I guess, you know, since we do have um, a lot of, like, this this podcast is definitely geared toward super fans of, of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Um, I encourage other people that aren't so hardcore to, to listen as well, because this is just so much fucking fun for me and other like-minded people to talk about. Um and, you know, it's like, like I've listened to, to podcasts, you know, one that I've, I've mentioned on here before, uh, Getting Better with Ron Funches. He's interviewed pro wrestlers. He's a comedian. Has nothing to do with pro wrestling other than just that he's a super huge fan. And when he talks with, with, uh, with pro wrestlers on his podcast... I know nothing about WWE or, or any of that or, you know, Raw or whatever other wrestling leagues there are or organizations. Like, I know nothing about wrestling, but I still enjoy listening to him uh, just geek out over his favorite thing. Uh, so I think you can do that with a super hardcore Giz podcast as well. Um, this one's a great time because, you know... I, I've mentioned this before on the pod, but if you are, if this is the first time you're tuning in, um, before the quarantine happened, I was a stand-up comedian. Uh, and, you know, so when you are a comic, you get into, uh, these, this type of headspace where you need to just constantly riff and, and just goof with each other and just bounce ideas off and just, just really Go as much back and forth as you can. That's hilarious. Uh, it's just the biggest rush. Um, and Ricky is not a comedian. Uh, he's a musician, but that didn't matter. We were still able to just, uh, you know, riff off each other, um, play things off each other, and it was just the coolest fucking time. Um, it's something that I've missed uh, about comedy since, or just about life you know, since I had to stop doing comedy. Um, but anyway, you know, while we're on that topic and I'll, and we'll, don't worry, we're going to get right into this, um, in like a minute, but I did want to say, I think my favorite part or one of my favorite parts about having this podcast is that I can finally make jokes about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and trust that the other person understands it. Uh, <laughs> this is something that I, I've learned the hard way from attempting on stage. You can't talk about something that nobody else 
knows, has any frame of reference about. Um, so, you know, all the all my Giz jokes landed flat uh, back when I was on stage. But when you got a podcast, when it is geared toward diehards and people that might just be getting into the band and wanting to, to learn more, um, they finally have a place. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation that I have with Ricky from Oakland. Hello. Hello. There it is. There's, <laughs> there's Ricky. Okay. So you're coming through my laptop speaker. Um, so huh. I can just go Bluetooth headphones, I guess. I don't know if that's going to fuck things up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, however you are right now is, uh, is fine. Like there's no, fee- I'm not hearing any feedback or anything. And you sound pretty clear. Okay. Um, use the headphones. Cool. Hello. Yep. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. Yep. I'm awesome. here. Awesome. So, yep, I'm here. and keep talking. Okay. So I do get a little bit of feedback. Okay. I'm turning it down now. Okay. And uh, hey, no more feedback. There it is. Okay. And my 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 sound card's working now. Okay. I think it was it was freaking out about my uh, multi-track thingy, but yeah, possibly also just uh, this app has been pretty wonky. It's uh, just <laughs> in, in, in connecting people. So. Um, yeah, you know, no, no worries. And I, I think by far you have the best sound quality of any guest uh, <laughs> thus far. Awesome. Um, I'm on a vocal mic uh, on my laptop. So. Nice, yeah. nice. And it's probably better than my than my mic because I'm just using an Apple headset while my computer is uh, uh, backing up all its stuff. The hard drive's kind of going, so I'm it, like my computer's sort of in limbo. Otherwise, I would yeah. be using a, a USB mic. But anyway, yeah, no, it, um, you sound great uh, to me. You sound uh, crystal clear and full. Like it doesn't sound like swishy or digital or anything. So it sounds good over here. Hey, all right. Shout out one time to Apple. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly known for their uh, their quality of sound products, but um, in any case, um, yeah. yeah. So so we finally were able to do this. Uh, <laughs> finally, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, I was uh, I was getting a little nervous there. I was like, yeah. damn it! And who's end is it on? And then it's like, oh, it's actually on Spotify. So <laughs> yeah, or, or, or anchor. Um, well, as I think I, I saw something just about that Spotify put it out. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, like it's like anchor will automatically submit all the podcasts to uh, to like every platform. Um, nice. So yeah, yeah. Like Spotify is one of the first ones. Um, they, I think they have a partnership with them. But uh, but anyway, let's talk some gigs. Yeah, um, dude. Thanks for coming on. Uh, on I'm not a fan unless I have a podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, you know, first thing I want to do is just get a little basic background about you. Um, you know, like, like, so, so, you know, how old are you, you know, age, sex, location. Yeah. Uh, uh yes. So I am a, uh, I'm a guy from the Bay area, um, Oakland specifically. Um, I am 38 years old. Um, I'm a musician and I've been, uh, listening to Giz for about two years. I want to say three years, maybe. Sick. Uh, so how did you first, you know, find them and, and when was that roughly? Well, um, so if I can be uh, totally candid on this. Yes, I please. I, I mean, yes. God, that's so, the only way I'm going to have any sort of, you know, retained yeah. listenership. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I so me and my best friend uh, were on a kick. I guess this was two summers ago. Um, basically, he's buying tickets to every concert there was. So him and his girlfriend and me, my wife were going to just a ton of concerts. And so he's like, oh, dude, Steely Dan's playing Friday. So we go to see Steely Dan and we proceed to do just copious amounts of cocaine. And uh, we were like up all night after the show. We're hanging out. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got tomorrow. We have that other show. And he's like, who is it? And he's like, oh, I bought the tickets because the name was kind of funny. 
but I saw some KEXP things. They look pretty cool. So I'm like, all right. So I like, I like, I'm the, the, I'm like, like trying to cram them the week before the show. Uh, but you know, the next day we basically got no sleep. We go to the gear show at the Warfield, and uh, we uh, we ended up like dosing LSD and fucking. Uh, we went and basically, yeah, Amy and Sniffers opened, and that was fucking amazing. They were amazing. Uh, but uh, we saw them, and I was tripping pretty hard. But I was like, just my mind was blown right out of the gate. And I remember after the show going. You know, uh, like I think they had me like within like the second or third song, man. And I it was uh, it was digital black into vomit coffin. Yeah. And I, I go back uh, to the set list. I find it later that that's what they fucking opened with. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> they got me from the fucking get. And uh, my jaw was dropped to the floor. And yeah, I was just uh, basically we went home and watched like all their videos on YouTube. And just like pretty much ever since then, I've just been like completely just obsessed and listening so holy shit from cocaine to lsd here <laughs> that was a real that was a real fucking bender like yeah it was like we, i was up there for like two days straight and uh but it was great man like i mean holy basically shit. right before the right before giz came on like everyone but me was kind of feeling like really uh like sleepy like they were gonna mm -hmm. land but then all of a sudden like they came on and it just like energized us all and like yes it was it was insane dude like i we were pretty high up in the balcony and I saw the sea of people down there, and I was just like, that looks insane. It was just, it looked like there were so many people. It was just, I mean, the show was sold out. It was, it was fucking dope. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so, so that, that was that. So where's the Warfield at? I've, I've, I'm not familiar with that place. That, that's in San Francisco. Like, it's kind of like a, like a mid-sized theater, you know. I don't know okay. how many people, I don't know how people, but it's got a balcony, so, you know. Okay, yeah. so like bigger than the Independent? Yeah, definitely bigger than okay. the Independent. Yeah, yeah cool. by like four times, maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's a proper like theater from like the eight like eighteen hundreds I think or something. Sweet, yeah. I mean, like yeah. like, I mean, the independent is definitely not uh, you know comparable in that case, but it's the only venue that I've been to in in San Francisco. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I saw them. I I just saw them uh, most recently at this place called SVN, but I guess it used to be the Fillmore East. Uh, oh, okay. And it was it was a Honda dealership most of my life. I had no idea what it used to be like, you know, a long time ago. And then I found out that's what it was. Yeah. And that, we saw I, them there. And the sound was kind of crappy, though. <laughs> really? That, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. You know, come to think of it. Um, so I saw them last year in Seattle. They played the Paramount Theater, which is a, a great theater. Um, and like, like I've seen a few shows there. I saw like I saw Primus there and yeah. they sounded good. Uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela sounded amazing there. Uh, but Giz was just like a little too loud for that room, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, cause like at, at least when you're in the, uh, you know, when you're in like the balcony seating, um, like, I, I don't know, maybe just being so close to the ceiling kind of, uh, kind of fucks with the acoustics, but, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it's not the best, like, I definitely prefer to see Giz in a really open space. Like first time I saw them, Brooklyn Steel in in new york city oh, and, uh, i've seen videos of that man or at least another brooklyn steel show yeah, yeah um that room is is great because it like like it's it can fit a ton of people but it can also breathe um so like there's plenty of, of room for the sound to travel and and they sound incredible there you know um, the best the, the best place i saw them not to cut you off i'm sorry yeah oh yeah no totally the the best place i saw them was desert days uh i believe it was 2018 they played um yep Oh my God. It was like on a beach of a lake and the sound quality was amazing. And they had like double visuals on the, uh, they had like extra screens on the side doing even different like visual shit that they don't normally do. It was, it was insane. It was like, they were like live video looping of like Stu doing weird shit. It was uh, very much enjoyable. But I think oh, the best sound shit. quality and probably like the best show, like 
uh, do you mind if I tell a story about that show? Yeah, no, God, fuck yes, please. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were there. It was me and my wife and uh, my best friend's girlfriend, but he wasn't there. So it was just the three of us at uh, Desert Days. And it's on a beach, and uh, we got, like, as close as we possibly could. And then we're waiting for them to go on, and, like, they're actually up there sound-checking their own shit. It was amazing. We're just watching them, you know, like, doing kick drums, snare fucking checks, and Stu's doing vocal lines. And so, like, we're thinking we're going to get, like, super fucking close. And I for oh God, I can't remember what they fucking opened with. It might have been something off of uh, Mind Fuzz. I can't remember. But uh, basically, the minute they started playing, it was like, I we, like, felt like liquid. Like, we just, like, just whoosh. We just got, like, just pushed out. Like, we didn't realize that we had camped out in the epicenter of the pit, basically. And, like, <laughs> I basically was holding on to my wife. And I was like, where's Raynell at? Like our friend. And uh, basically, uh, like, I was just like, it's her. It's either my, my my friend's girlfriend or Chloe. And I was like, oh, shit. And I just grabbed her. And like, we held on. And like, she's like, what happened to Raynell? And like, we're like, you know, 100 yards from where we were. And I was like, I think she's dead. <laughs> and so it was just basically, uh, I was just, I went back. And stupidly, because it was a camping thing, I was wearing flip-flops. And I lost my flip flops in the sand. Oh God! They just yeah. got buried. I was I was barefoot for the rest of the show. It was pretty. It was pretty gnarly. But uh, also, just the, one of the best performances I've seen them at too. It was really good. Yeah, I, I had a friend go to, to Desert Days and she saw them there, and it was just like I I, I envy her so much because like you know. So I used to live in New York City, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then like a year and a half ago, I moved out to Joshua Tree. So I, I'm like right by Desert Days. Oh uh, yeah, that's, and, where, uh, that's where it was originally, I think, and then they went yeah. to Lake Paris uh, the last couple. Times. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it used to be in Joshua Tree, where they apparently they played in 2016. Yeah. Um, like I, I saw Desert Days just posted a bunch of uh, old pictures, you know, basically just, just like making me live a life of regret because uh, <laughs> I, I think 2016, uh, like the OCs played as well. Mm-hmm. um and i mean they're insane live too yeah um, my uh my, that's my wife's uh before the before the uh, king gizzard the ocs was my wife's favorite band and uh, that's been, cool yeah they're in you the, got they're, a fucking cool wife man right yeah that's, that's that's hard to find man yeah she's we're very much aligned musically so um yeah and so she was really into um and i was always like you know i for me like we always like she thinks i hate them and i don't like i just i just like giz a way more you know and she's like there oh, wouldn't yeah. be any giz if there wasn't ocs and i'm like that is true you know, and I don't, I don't discount that, but you know, the Giz is, I feel like they've transcended and they're just fucking, they're uh, psychedelic gods as my wife Chloe says. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, completely. Um, and, and I mean, like, like you, you can't discount, you know, the, the influence of, of, of a band, uh, you know, like, like there would be no uh, Beatles if it weren't for Muddy Waters yeah. and um, you know, not that Muddy Waters is shit, but I think like if you were to compare Muddy Waters to the Beatles, it would be kind of like the OCs compared to King Kids or yeah, the Lizard Wizard. It's, it's the proto, <laughs> it's the prototype, you know, and like they elaborated on it, you know. I mean, like, yeah, like the OCs doesn't have like a, the river, you know, for me anyway, you know, like so. No, and they and they I, really, I think they're really exploring some really deep shit. So I don't know, that's my oh, yeah. preference, but you know, I respect the the lineage, you know, and whatnot. I mean, I think uh, Castle Face Records, their record label, put out a. Um, put out of one of the records i forget which one but yeah um, um i i don't know anything really <laughs> yeah i'm not one of the rec- i'm not one of the record collector guys like uh i just i just can't afford it <laughs> yeah um like... i'm i'm careful not to uh not not to buy too much stuff but it is hard they do make it really compelling yeah i uh, and, and like like i have bought um i think i think i got yeah i got four giz albums on vinyl yeah. um and you know that sort of jump started my own record collection um but uh 
but yeah, man. So, so you're planning on going to, uh, to the, at least a couple of the marathon shows, right? Yeah. I, we, uh, me and my best friend have tickets to the Berkeley one and the Red Rocks one. And I'm just, that's the most, the bum out I mean, of all the things of like, oh, I, I almost lost my job, but I didn't, but you know, severely lost it. And a lot of other upsets this year that ha this just takes the cake, the, like the, the, like, I mean, you know, it was so close. We were just a couple months away and it was like, maybe it'll still happen. And it's like, nope, shelter in place. You know, we just kept getting extended and yeah like i they say that the the next date in october or whatever i'm not holding my breath about that one but i know someday yeah. hopefully, one day hopefully it'll it'll happen and i just have to be patient because that's not my strong suit <laughs> yeah i hope so um i mean i i, I think it'll like if I, if I had to guess it'll probably be 2021 yeah um and you know as i say that now like i'm i'm recording all these all these episodes like uh you know, a, a couple of day, you know, just this first week before I even launched the podcast. So like there for the audience at home um, or wherever you are, it's uh, sorry for the repeat <laughs> talking <laughs> points. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly an optimist when it comes to this stuff. Uh, but I do think eventually we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, I think um, I think it's best not to like, you know, to push it, you know, just like just like removing the shelter in place. We should just wait this out. I mean, I, I you know, when they when they actually do play those shows, it's going to be fucking glorious. And I'm going to be just really really excited to be there and you know yeah and and it, who knows like they could i wouldn't put it past them to uh announce like more marathon shows like like maybe just make their entire tour yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i mean because you know you're only young once yeah and they're not going to be able to to hold to you know keep going at the at the rate that they are like their whole life oh like, and, we're and, and, we're I'm, so lucky that they're just in their twenties and that, you know, Joey's 32 and seems pretty versatile. Yeah, uh, but, yeah absolutely. He's very, he's, he's like, yeah, they're, they're awesome. And you know, on top of all that, you know, they fucking know it to us. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, well, you, you know, I, I think they've been really slacking in the last uh, year, like, like, or the last year or two, like 2017, it was five albums. And then just in two years, two albums yeah. total, like the shit is well, that? Well, I mean, you know, um, um, I mean, Stu, Cavs and Cookie got married, I think. Right. I believe. Uh, yeah. And um, oh, and, and Lucas, too. Lucas has a kid. Lucas, Lucas has a kid. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I mean, I think they're just, you know, I mean, and what can they do now? So hopefully they're just banking songs and shit. I don't know if, or if they can even be together. I don't know how that fucking works, but people are recording online and shit. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I mean, you know, here's a hot take for me. I, I, I hope they, uh, I hope that none of them have any kids. I just want more music. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> we, we, we got, an, we got an overpopulation problem for one thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, like, 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 how selfish would it be of them to just to create little miniature versions of themselves yeah. to, you know, what are they supposed to become the the next coming of, of King Wizard? <laughs> like that's oh. that's so, that'll be so selfish of them yeah. to procreate. Yeah, uh, we need more music. That's what the world needs. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I trust me. I, I have no children, and I don't plan on having any. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I was planning. Like, I just turned thirty. I was I was hoping to get a vasectomy for my birthday, but uh, you know, elective <laughs> surgery is uh, kind of taboo now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so what uh so, so like that's sick that you got to i mean basically it's insane that you found gizzard through cocaine yeah because like it it does make sense that that would be a name that jumps out at you while you're on coke but like <laughs> well yeah, my friend the music itself is not exactly uh 
Yeah, no, no, no. no. My, my son had bought the tickets like like weeks or months and 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 before that, I think it was just that he kind of forgot, or we were just kind of like, oh yeah, we have those two shows this weekend, and you know, we just ended up going to Steely Dan, which was awesome, and you know, that was kind of like the thing was that was kind of an amazing show, and we were just like hyped up from that show, and then we just ended up staying all night, you know, as you do on on Blow, mm-hmm. and we just kind of like we're just chopping it up and have a really good time, and then. Uh, I think my friend went home for like four hours uh, and then they came back and then we went to King Gizzard and, uh, you know, like I said, it was just, it just was just like a, it was a crazy experience, you know, like I, we were all there, you know, like I remember bits and pieces, but I, I had to, I had to like, you know, go back and get the set list and then like research the songs. Oh, I remember that one. You know, they, they did this, they played something there that I've never heard them play or see in a video before. And like, I, maybe it was the, maybe it was the drugs, but I do remember them doing some little like it was like a little interlude between two of the songs, you know, and I just it was early on in the set. That's all I remember. And I wish somebody had video of it because I because I just don't know what it was. It was like Joey and Stu were doing some weird harmonic clinky thing with their strings. And it was really fucking cool. And I wish uh, I could like see that again because, <laughs> oh, shit, I, I, I wonder if that was Evil Death Roll. Maybe. I wonder. But it was like, I mean, it was... OK, because that blew my fucking mind when I saw that in uh, in New York last year. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that I, I, it's so weird. Like you see cer- certain songs and they just turn into total bangers. Like it, if you just somehow manage to pass it by on the record. Yeah. You know, that's, um, that's funny. Cause like uh, desert days and they, and also in chunky shrapnel, they do the, um, the river into Wawa. And I remember desert days and finally they played the river live. Cause I had seen them a couple times before and they, I never got a river and I was like, really wanted a fucking river. And I got, three quarters of the goddamn river and it didn't get my last fucking part. And like me and my wife are both pretty bummed out about that. And then, Oh yeah. And then Chucky, right. I like Wawa. I totally do. But like some, I'm kind of just like, eh, part of me wants the end of the river, you know? And I think like, dude, you, that is exactly what went through my head when I, when I was at the, the Greek theater show in LA last year. Yeah. Uh, they, that's what they did. And I was just like, Come on. It was blue balls for the river, man. I'm sorry. I just, I, yeah. did, I was, I need closure and I didn't have any resolution there. It really bummed me out. Uh, I thought they were eventually going to go back, but they didn't. And I'm like, come on, guys. I'm hoping they do that at the marathon shows. I thought we get river, Wawa, back into the river. Come on, man. You know, and that's, yeah, that's I, one of the big things is like, I, I played in bands a lot and I've, uh, you know, just, you know, mostly for drug's sake, I've played in some jam bands and hung out with these cool guys and like, cause they always had the best pot and psychedelics. And so, I've, I've gotten to know like the Grateful Dead and like fish a little bit and like it's totally not my cup of tea. There's like, you know, I can pick songs I like. I'm, I don't really like the live stuff so much. Uh, but like the King Gizzard, like I hear myself saying things that like deadheads say. And I think it's so funny. Like you're like, oh, man, we didn't get fucking River 4, man. They went into fucking <laughs> Wawa, dude. And it's like, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you know, I would follow them around if they toured that much. I would fucking follow them from every fucking parking lot to parking lot. I would fucking do that. Like, yeah, definitely. So, like, I can identify and I understand now. Like, a lot of people don't understand the Grateful Dead. And I'm just like, you know what? If you're into the King Gizzard, then I'm sorry. Then you have to understand what, what those guys are about, you know? It just you it know, just really strikes a note with you. And I think that's really cool about the community, too, is because it's just like people you either get it or you don't, you know, and if you get it, you fucking love it. You know, I don't know anybody who's like lukewarm about King Gizzard. Uh, yeah, really? Yeah. I know a couple people, I, I, to be honest, maybe they're like, or yeah. at least my one friend kind of pretends that he likes them. And I'm like, dude, you don't really like them. I like try to talk about it with him. And he's like, huh, what's that? I'm like, ah, yeah, you don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, um, uh, like, uh, I, I, so my, my best friend, um, in, in new york city he's a huge huge deadhead mm-hmm. uh and, and and like like we've you know like like we 
so we're, we're both comedians mm-hmm. um, and we, uh, and, you know, so like we're writing partners and everything. And, and when I lived there, we would, we would trip in Central Park all the time mm-hmm. or, you know, and uh, it was, uh, you know, it's like, we're really tight, um, but he can't like, like, he's been trying to get into King Gizzard. Um, <laughs> and because he's just like, you know, it has such a, an effect on, uh, on me that he's just like, I, I have to try. So like yeah. he's he's putting in the work now, um, and finally he's he's getting into he, like he got into quarters, and then he texted me and he was just like, uh, hey, you know, um, King Gizzard's kind of King Gizzard kind of sounds like uh, uh, just a, a Zeppelin ripoff. I was just like, you mean God in the Rhythm is just a better song than Dire Maker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he was just like, oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> You know, that that's so funny. Like, um, oh, that's the other thing. That's the thought I had. It was like, you know, a lot of deadheads also used to be like ex-metalheads. So I was like, was he ever into metal at all? Like, like no. The, you, no, okay. See, because no, no, a lot of deadheads were like, if that if the regular Giz doesn't get them, like Rat's Nest probably will because they probably had their Slayer or their Metallica phase or uh-huh. you know, their thrash metal phase, you know? Definitely. Uh, and, and like, I guess there, there have been some people um, just like various people from my past on Facebook who were, you know, ex metalheads from like the eighties and stuff. Um, they're, they're just like, Hey, what? Like, like they wanted some album recommendations. So I was like, Hey, you'll probably like this one infest the rat's nest, big slayer guy. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, what's hilarious about my friend getting into the dead though, is that before the dead, he was, uh, just the biggest John Mayer fan. And <laughs> that's, oh my. that's why he got into the dead. Uh, <laughs> it's just so, wow. it's, it's so fucking funny that He's a trip, but um, <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I mean, it's just one of the one of the silliest like log, uh, logic patterns that I've, I've heard of. Um, just getting into the dead, but uh, um, but yeah. So, so how many times have you have you seen King Gizzard? Well, let's see, four times. So okay, so four times, and you've only gotten half of the river. Uh, so that, three quarters. I just never got the very last little okay. bit they do. Yeah, I got like you. The, the part that's in four four actually. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. Uh, so what else? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. So like, like, is are there any other songs of theirs that um, that like you've been trying to see, then mm. and just like they haven't come through? God, I let me think here. Um... Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff on paper mache that I'd like to hear, but like they never play that stuff. Well, you know, then that was like, well, that's actually what bummed me out about uh, uh, Chunky Shrapnel too, was it was just you get like a little fucking little taste of sense, which, you know, I would love to see that. Yeah. You know, uh, really what I want to see is like uh, Hot Water live with actual flute, you know, because there's like, yeah. I, think it's, I, I believe there's that live video on YouTube at Brooklyn Steel and like it's the one where he, they start with head on a pill uh fucking you get like uh hot water you get fucking the river all the full river like it's just a really awesome i think it's like 2016 or 17 so it's just like a an amazing period you know it's like i think it's just a while after um what do you call it float along and um you know yeah yeah and, 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 and all and that whole fuzz. era yeah yeah before mind fuzz or around mine it was definitely mind fuzz. no actually it was nonagon because they do play nonagon that was the new album then oh I yeah that, i'm saying that must saying, be... this is the new song yeah, that must have been the the fucking time. I mean, it, it's it's so weird. Like, like I got into them late 2017, mm-hmm. um, and then saw them for the first time in 2018, and like I felt like I was late to the party. 
Um, yeah, same. But, <laughs> yeah, same. but then there are people that like just got into them, you know, after Infest the Rat's Nest. And like, I, I'm so grateful for the experiences <laughs> that I've had uh, thus far. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, and, and so, so back back to what I was talking about with like these songs that like I I really want to see and just haven't seen. Like that was my main reason for for getting uh, tickets to all three marathon shows was like yep. I I need to see Head on Pill live. I've seen them five times Still, and they haven't played it once. That song um, it just is like that song rocks my ass so hard and I want to see it live so bad. <laughs> yeah, well, they, and, and, yeah. Go so, so go ahead. No, no, no. I didn't have anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, like, like that was a song that I, I got really into while I was on mushrooms, just because it was stuck in my head, um, and and it was like the only thing keeping me uh, going because because um, like it was I, I happened to be tripping outside in Central Park on the hottest day of the summer. So yeah. it was just like there were mosquitoes everywhere. And I was like, anything to distract me from the mosquitoes. So just that constant <laughs> drone in my head of head on pill, just going mm-hmm. and going. I was like, this song is the meaning of life. Yep. <laughs> and I was just like, I need to see that shit live because not only is it an amazing song, but when they play it live, they're going to go for at least 25 minutes. Yeah, and- exactly. And like I need that to to round it out. Like again, you know, sure. again, and another very grateful daddy thing. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, oh, totally. Um, and I'll say, dude, I'm I'm a chef, and uh, like I, I'd say, like a year ago, I was working as a, in a catering job that like I had to be at work at like four in the morning or four thirty in the morning or something, yeah. and it was miserable. I'm just not built for the morning, and I just have to drag my ass out, and that would just be like my song. Like that was my coffee it was like head on a pill and just fucking I would just go and it was fucking it was it was like exactly the length of my drive to work and I was like I was ready to go by the time I got to work like oh pretty perfect. much every day for like four months I just had to <laughs> pop that song on it was so good yeah I mean, that that's kind of a so so was your alarm in the morning uh 30 past seven oh <laughs> yeah right no you know I I, t- I tended not to do uh any songs that I like in the morning because I end up hating them <laughs> for the uh, for alarm tone I, I uh my wife did it with an oc song and like I, that was one of the reasons she thought i hated the ocs i just hated that one song because it was her alarm clock <laughs> <laughs> it was just a loop of that one part of the song and i was like oh it actually might even have been ocs i think it was damaged bug which is john dwyer's side project but <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man man the, the wife must fucking hate all your all your hating on john dwyer oh she's uh, gonna hear she's gonna hear this <laughs> <laughs> yeah well guess what john dwyer sucks <laughs> um, he's on my side babe <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm i'm fucking no. right actually yeah like like I, I did get to see the ocs last summer uh they, mm-hmm. they played up up here in um at pappy and harriet's which is like a really nice uh small venue uh outdoors and like like the, the show was sold out so i just got I, I got really lucky in knowing somebody that works at the venue mm-hmm. uh so she's just able to get me in for free um Dope. but it was yeah that was that was a pretty insane show i wish i was on acid but i don't get <laughs> weed um, yeah yeah i that's that's usually the state that i've seen the uh the ocs in like uh they, because they play san francisco quite a bit and i think they're they're la based but they're from the bay area so like yeah um, yeah but we we stopped we didn't get to ever really see them when they were here and then but they still came up like every year you know a couple times a year to like the this venue called the chapel or the great american music hall in the city in san francisco yeah yeah no, that's cool. Uh, so you know we're we're gonna wrap this up pretty soon, but mm-hmm. um, but I I guess like if you had to like if you had to pick a favorite album, 
what would it be? Or if you can't pick one, why do you hate this question? <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's probably just too. It's not a cop out, but I mean, it's just. I mean, a good album's a good album. I think uh, I'm in your mind. Fuzz is like my favorite album. I can always put that album on, like, and listen to it front to back. There's like nothing about that album I dislike, and there's really nothing. The thing, you know, the one thing I will say about King Gizzard songs, even the ones that maybe you don't like, uh, but the ones that aren't like your favorite, the ones that you might even skip, when you see them live, almost every time, in fact, I would say in my case, every time I've seen a song, I was like, you know, I didn't really really care for that song on the album so much, but when I see it live, it just always changes my opinion about it, and then I can listen to it on the album again, and I don't know what that's about, but I, that's I, I, I've talked to a couple people about this, and I feel like it's pretty common. Like, if oh, there's yeah. a song that's not doing it for you, check a live version, and then you'll fucking understand why the song is so dope, because you're actually seeing them play it, you know? I don't know if that's part of it or what, but... Um, no, yeah. I, I think it is. It's like, if you, when you actually see the magic being made right in front of you, it's like, oh, okay, that's, like, it's easier to, to get into it, because, like, I think it's just that subconscious kind of empathy yeah. with the, just with the, the musicians. It's, yeah, so, like, like when they played um, uh, Hot Water on... Um, uh fuck I, I forget which which live album it was i, I think yeah i think it was uh it was the live in adelaide uh, mm -hmm. uh they had their, their friend uh from mild life come on um like yeah once they played that i was like oh okay this is actually a really cool just it's a chill song mm -hmm. um but uh but you, you know there's um like they do such a good job with all their albums of like ordering the tracks and, and, and obviously live with the set lists. Um, but with float along, fill your lungs. I don't know if you saw this in the, uh, in the fan page, uh, but like a few months ago, they decided to, or, or some, one of the fans uh, posted a, a, a Spotify playlist called fill your lungs float along, mm -hmm. which was just that album in reverse order. <laughs> And that and that was actually a better Sonic experience. Wow. Um, I you know I read something about that, but I didn't under I didn't I don't think I just I saw all that, but it didn't like register what it was to me. Yeah, um, it was like like once I saw that I was like, I gotta try like, that was, out. Yeah, I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's really good. Although I wasn't able to access that playlist, I, I don't know why, but um, you can always make it uh, yourself, folks. It's easy to make. Yeah, your own I, I, that, right. So, so that's that's why. Well, you know, the, uh, the, uh, I will say, you know, I'm not a huge metal guy. I'm not, I'm not anti-metal at all. I just it's it, you know it doesn't really like strike a chord with me. But so Rat's Nest, I was really like not hesitant, but you know, I was listening to Fishies for a long time, and I didn't move on to like Rat's Nest really till actually I think I saw them last time, which is. Uh, right after that album came out, like just a few days, I think, after Infested yeah. Rastness had come out. And then seeing those songs live, and then I was like, again, I was just like, yep, okay, that they're they're really doing it, you know? Like, it still is, it still sounds like them, but they're doing metal. And so um, I'm totally, I've been, that's actually what I've been listening to a lot recently, you know, like way after the fact, you know? But um, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really getting into that album now, you know, especially since, you know, I'm just jonesing for a new album at this point. <laughs> so I kind of saved it for myself, yeah. I guess, you know? And I mean, it does look like they're working on something. I don't know if you saw um, that story that uh, Mickey Cabs posted on on Instagram, but like, uh, um, did did you see that? No, I didn't see that, but I I feel, um, I feel like I heard somebody say something about it. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody just you know copied and pasted it into the group, and uh, <laughs> um, it, it's uh, like there's no sound, but it's just 
um, you see all the waveforms and oh, that's uh, right. I did all see these insane time signatures. Yeah, it was a song with like all all the time signatures. Yes, I, I did see that. Yeah. you know what? I, I sometimes I'm just a, a zombie on my phone. Yes, I did see that actually. It was like Pro Tools <laughs> with all the different time signature changes. I did see that. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's that's all. So that's yeah, quite that's relatable. awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm, but, really, uh, I'm hoping something comes soon. <laughs> yeah, and, and but you know, back to like not being a metalhead, um, I wasn't really. Uh, and, and like, like I don't really listen to much metal anyway, but Infest the Rats Nest is something that, like, I think that was my most listened to album of theirs last year. Yeah. Uh, even though it came out in August, like, <laughs> um, just the, uh, like, like, like Venusium one was just, just the, that opening riff, uh, leading into the first verse. It, I was just like, what the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> and it was just like, like they did, they went through like three different or four different, um, like sub riffs to to make that into to like set the theme and i'm just like holy shit this is chaotic dude, joey and fucking it, shreds it, on that album dude it's so good <laughs> yeah well i I, th I think it's Stu mostly with, with the guitars i think um, i think they're both doing it like they're doing a lot of like dual fucking solo shit i think yeah that yeah i i mean i know they i don't know how they recorded it i know joey did the bass mm -hmm. uh for for the album yeah uh, and, and he fucking thing. killed it yeah, yeah totally yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, that 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 album is crazy. And actually, it's been like in the last month that I've started getting more into uh, Fishies, yeah. um, just because like I I don't know why I, it wasn't really that easy for me to get into that album when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, like I, I saw what they're doing with the progression, um, you know, gradually going toward like futuristic and and uh, you know cyborgy. Yeah. But. Um, uh, yeah, just like the A side of that album didn't really do it for me. <laughs> well, so. you know, I, I don't, I, I will say, I think to this day, and my wife said that she saw, um, what do you call it, Boogeyman Sam live, and that she didn't like that song, but then seeing it live, she liked it. I'm still pretty, like, just meh about that song. I just, it, I, it rubs me the wrong way, and I don't, I, I'm sorry for anyone who's going to be pissed off about this, you know. I'll check the comments yeah. section, but um, <laughs> so I, th I... this episode is full of so many hot takes. Uh... <laughs> Trust me, I got I got plenty of hot takes. I yeah. stand by oh, them man. all. This, uh, th this is good. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, another song that I was kind of ambivalent toward um, when I first heard it was the bird song. Oh, I love but bird then, song. I've always loved well, bird song. Well, so you know, then I I finally saw it live, and I was like, okay, I didn't this, get it. Like, like this... I finally. Uh, Good, good, I got good. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you know, cause basically what it was is I was on acid this time and yeah. I, uh, <laughs> and like, I was like to a bird, what's a plane. And I was just like, that is such a fucking incredible, yeah. uh, like concept of, of like doing, uh, of writing a song from the perspective of a bird. Yeah. Um, which I totally, uh, copied, um, like since I just got back into songwriting myself, like a month ago, uh, I, I wrote, uh, like this dreamscape of a, of a pessimistic seagull. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, I love that concept. Yeah, it, um, I, dude, uh, I, I didn't, uh, you know, my show was a lot of rat's nest. The last one I, I wanted, I wanted this thing. I wanted um, bird song. There were so many songs on uh, pretty much all I, re I remember was, I think we got Cy Boogie and Boogeyman Sam. I think like uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but there was only maybe like three, maybe four possible songs we played off "Fishing for Fishies," which bummed me out a little bit because like I really, I, I was I, that was the album I was listening to a lot last year, and then yeah, uh, yeah, and then like I said, just recently got into Rat's Nest, like really fully, like you know, just took it on, you know, and and really enjoying it. So definitely, 
Well, cool. Ricky, this has been a really fun time. Uh, Thanks for having me. And, I really uh, appreciate it. Yeah, totally. And, and like, definitely let's keep in touch. And, um, and I, I hope to see you in October or 2021 or whenever the yeah. Berkeley show ends up happening. Uh, Dude, uh, when, when but, Berkeley happens, we got to hook up with the show, man. Like definitely like, Oh, keep for up sure. With me, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk on Facebook, man. That, that'd be great. Yeah, dude, that sounds good. Take cool. it easy, man. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, bye, everyone. Thanks.